0: Welcome to the Booze-Filled to Spirit-Filled podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. We are wrapping up season two of the podcast. And perhaps you've been following this podcast and you have listened to me share some of my own testimony, my own story. And in this season... I've been discussing different religious and spiritual oriented topics. And maybe now you are at this point where you are thinking, okay, I'm interested. I'm interested in knowing more, learning more, maybe searching out spirituality, but what do I do now? Just last night, my daughter and I had a great conversation. She was questioning what she really believes. I mean, actually, she said, Mom, I think you're in a cult. She said that jokingly. But she's starting to question what she believes, what she's heard, what she's observed. And honestly, I thought it was great. Because I know from what I knew when I was her age at 16, where I was, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, I mean, even a couple years ago, my beliefs have changed. As a matter of fact, I question more now than I ever did. And here's the other thing, and I told my daughter this I'm convinced that this is actually what God wants. He doesn't want us to just accept what we've been told and what we've observed, he wants us to really feel, believe, know, and trust in our hearts. I think he wants us to seek and to search and to even question and to challenge ourselves, to challenge others and ask questions. This is how we grow and we just don't stay stagnant. What would I say to someone who's just starting to maybe believe in Jesus or maybe just wanting to start seeking something spiritual? I would say pray. Just start talking to whoever or whatever. I would suggest God. There's no special method. There's no rituals. Just start talking. Tell God your thoughts, your confusion, your frustration, your hurts, your struggles. Ask him questions. Challenge him. And this might even sound crazy, but don't be afraid to yell at him. Like literally, let him have it. All of it. I think one of the things we do, and maybe it's a human condition, is we keep our emotions and our thoughts to ourselves. We think, oh, I can't say that. I can't say that out loud. I can't say that to God for sure. I can't say that to my parents. I don't even want to tell anybody because I don't think they're going to understand. They might even think that I'm crazy or that there's something wrong with me. Or maybe we have immense amounts of guilt, conviction, maybe even condemnation for the mistakes that we've made. As most of you have heard, if you listen to season one and the first couple of episodes, I grew up in a great home with great parents. I was raised in church. I knew when I was making choices that were not good for me take away the lying and the leading a double life, I knew that really I was hurting myself. I remember in college just thinking, man, I want to get off this merry-go-round. I was just living a vicious cycle. And I felt hopeless. I was desperate for hope. And I mean, desperate. Now, even saying that, this doesn't mean that I didn't feel like my, my family loved me. It didn't mean that I wasn't pretty much functioning, quote unquote, normal in society. But on the inside, I felt this way. And when I heard someone talk about how Jesus gave me a new chance at life, that was enough for me. Jesus gave me hope did I understand everything about Christianity not even close did I believe the stories of Adam and Eve and the flood no I still have questions actually I don't know if I believe the Bible literally in every area I don't know how to interpret sections or maybe if the way some people are, are saying that this is what this section means, or this is what that section means, that I believe them. And this is, this is just about all Christianity. I don't know. I don't know. But what I did know is I found hope. And when I read the Bible now, that is actually what I do read. God wants our hearts, and he offers hope, grace, and mercy, forgiveness, and unconditional love in Jesus. And that's enough for me. Everything else is secondary, and will figure itself out. Just yesterday, I was leading a Bible study at a local nursing home, and you know i mean i'm fully vaccinated and i wear a mask and i'm allowed in and thank goodness it's wonderful and people are pretty interactive it's really great and this we were we were talking about galatians 6 and all these things and i don't know somehow we got into like baptism i remember now it was because there was a group of people in galatians 6 that believed you had to be circumcised To be a Jesus follower. And Paul was saying. No you don't. It's really about your heart. And so somehow we started talking about baptism. And there was this one lady. She hadn't talked the whole time. And you know. She pulled down her mask of course. And she said. It doesn't matter if you're baptized or not. I mean Jesus was baptized. But he really wants your heart. He wants your heart. He wants to see your heart. It was beautiful. And that's enough for me. I don't have to understand everything else. I don't have to believe everything else. To me, everything else is actually secondary and it will just figure itself out in my life. So then you might be thinking, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll try this following Jesus. I could use some hope. I could use forgiveness and, and unconditional love, but... What if I screw up and I don't live a good life or make good decisions? Perfect. (laughs) You're in the right place. Because nowhere, and I mean nowhere in the Bible, does it say anything about being perfect and that you can only make good decisions? Do we strive for that? Duh. I mean, everybody really strives to make good decisions for their life. I mean, that's, I think, I think that's part being human is that you want to make good decisions for your life. You want to feel good. You want to be happy. And sometimes we'll make good decisions and sometimes we make bad decisions. But what if we make huge mistakes? Like what if I end up in jail? Well, welcome to my club. This is where true grace and forgiveness come in. And Jesus is still with you. You might feel like you've let everybody down, you've been the biggest disappointment ever. Maybe maybe you have had people turn on you now. I thought that I didn't even deserve Jesus anymore. Like, I didn't even deserve to be forgiven. But I will tell you that the Bible does say that He will not leave us or forsake us, even if we don't deserve Him anymore. You see, Jesus really is hope. So, what is the first step? Just start talking. Offer your heart, even if it's just a little. Do what you can. Offer something. Maybe you're like, I don't even have words, Jamel. Okay. That's fine. Let the small seed of hope be planted inside you. Let me tell you. There are are days, there have been days... There was days where I feel completely alone. Maybe it's grief. Maybe it's thinking back on my mistakes. Maybe it's maybe it's thoughts of, I'm not really a good mom. I don't love enough. I don't give enough. You know, all these human things that we go through. And there's times where, like, I'm really... I'm really in a rut. Like that literally happened just a few days ago. I was just like, I knew I was in a bad place. I literally let one other person know. I didn't tell them all that was going on. I just texted them and said, I'm not doing good. Will you pray for me? I'm not even sure I prayed for myself that day, but I went about my day. I mean, you know, I have stuff to do and went to bed that night, still feeling kind of crappy. But the next day I woke up to an email, an email that really blew me away. And I knew that God had answered my friend's prayer not even mine. I'd kind of given up just for that brief moment. I'd, I guess I'd given up. I'd given up that God would open doors. I'd given up that I was valuable or worthy or that anybody respected me. I know this all sounds crazy if you know me, but my point is, is God didn't give up on me just because I gave up on me. That's what that seed of hope means. I want you to know that you can always contact me. Okay? I have started this, I guess I'll call it a Bible study night at my house that maybe you'd be interested in. You can contact me through my social media on Facebook. It's Jamel Godlewski, Jesus Lover. On Instagram, it's just Jamel Godlewski. On my website, it's wwwj You see, here's the deal is life is not easy. And we grow through things. We go through things and we grow through things. We have ups and downs and Sometimes the downs seem to outnumber anything good or positive, and we can feel overwhelmed beyond belief. We might feel like giving up, and we might feel alone, but I'm here to tell you, you are not alone, and we can journey together. All right. So we have ended season two and season three is going to be a fun season. It is summer fun. It is laughing. It's relaxing. It's rejuvenating. Summer is my favorite season and I love to soak up the sun literally and really uh, gear myself up for the next school year, I guess. I just love sunshine. It it re-energizes me. I have a small addiction to flowers and plants too, but that's a whole nother story. So I hope that um, you're finding yourself in a good place as spring transitions into summer. I hope you find some ways to relax and have fun, come back and listen to the podcast, check in once in a while, and, you know, give God a try just just give him a try, okay? Love yourself enough to give God a try. And as you are out and about this summer, please, please have fun, but please be safe. All right, I will see you or hear from you, I hope, in season three.